Welcome to Coob Talk, where we discuss our favorite sport with other Coob enthusiasts. I'm your host, Chad Bevers, and this is the fourth episode titled Mastering Coob, The Book. This episode is recorded on March 22nd, 2016, and is the second part of our Coob Talk session hosted by Coob United on our TeamSpeak 3 server. If you're interested in joining us for live sessions and future broadcasts, please visit the Coob United channel on YouTube and listen how to set up and connect to the Coob United's TeamSpeak 3 server. During this broadcast, we continue to interview Phil Dickinson from the Great Lakes Coob and learn more about his amazing project where he has written what will be the most comprehensive book about the game of Coob. Darren Finger is co-hosting these podcasts, and we thank you for listening as we learn more about Phil's passion. talk a little about what the book that you're writing or you're done writing what's the update on that phil yeah i'm excited of course about this i've been uh, this has been my passion um it's been a daily uh effort that i've had for almost two years uh since i left tw- the 2014 nationals i uh i've been taking notes constantly about every facet of this game you know um even, you know i it's one of those things that i didn't i didn't plan on writing a book but i had so many sticky notes and so much paper on the different aspects of the game that I decide, you know, I've got something on every that I could put in every chapter here. So, so it's called Mastering Coob. And, you know, it's one of these books that I, I felt like players that have been around pioneering this sport seven, eight years ago, you know, I don't know, you know, you know Eric and, and uh, Dobby and you, Chris, and anyone else, Mark, I've uh, been doing this for a year. I just felt like you guys have been keeping these secrets. And unless I ask, I mean, you, I mean, these are like best kept secrets that I want to, to gather and find out about, you know, and I didn't have time to talk to everybody, so I started looking at videos, and I've been reading articles and websites and Coob Nation and anything I can get my hands on to try to understand this game. You know, with all the nuances and strategies and, and you know, things to, to try to figure out on improving, I thought, well, I've got, I've got to put together a book because I want to share it. I want people to get better. I want to, I had some ideas that maybe nobody had thought about, and I want to flesh it out and in terms of, um, you know, uh, chapters in the book that people could consider. Not that my way is the right way, but at least let me share what I've learned and take it or leave it. And that's what I put in the book, you know, just, I mean, consider it and decide if it's for you or not. The way the book, it's 233 pages so far, you know, and I added another page today. And I'm sure I've got every time, like even last week, Chad, you gave me an idea to put in the book uh, when you said how you throw long and uh, you've mastered it. You know, I've, I've, I, I considered that, well, that needs its own paragraph in the book and I gave you credit for it. So, I mean, every little thing. Dobby said something to me. Chris said something to me. Uh, and I even got you in there, dear. And I, you know, I've got I've got tons of players in there that I credit for giving me ideas. Um, it's got it's been through six or seven drafts. I've had some. Uh, uh, I've given out some um, advanced copies, uh, draft copies, just for feedback, and so I could get some endorsements from some players, you know, that could um, support the book and the effort. Um, I want to get it done. I've got one more draft to write. It's going to be done um, by late May or early June. I'll have like 50 copies at Nationals. Eric's going to let me uh, set them up on the uh, in the main tent. After that day, they'll be avail- available uh, on different websites, uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Lulu, um, for sale. I don't know what the price is going to be yet. Uh, it depends on the length of the book, you know, and I've got to come up with a, a price that's that's decent that I want, you know, I, people feel like it's it's a good price for the book. It's um, It's got 14 chapters, and just real quickly, the way it's broken down, it starts out with the history of the game, you know, the rules and... The terminologies and, and the slang, <laughs> Matt uh, Doan and I, 
seems like every time we play, we have a new slang word, and I keep throwing that in there. So we've probably got a dozen slang words that we've come up with just having a few beers and uh, playing. And it's like, wait a minute, that's a new slang word. So I write it down and put it in the book. Um, and I'm really excited, we're really excited about that. Um, so there, there's a chapter on the on that. There's a you know when I left the 2015 uh, Nationals with my uh, Kubigans, we were we were so pumped up that I thought I need a chapter on teamwork. This book, you know, the book's not going to be done until. I have a, a chapter on the on the whole concept of teamwork because it's so critical in this game. So I did that, and then Mark Oman, who's on the line there, uh, said, you, "Wait, a, you know, this game you you could you can beat yourself up over it. There's so much psychology that can interfere with you playing well, and you got to have a chapter on the psychology of the game." So I added that after the one v one in Chaska last fall, um, and I really give him credit for that idea because it was absolutely necessary to put a chapter in about how that can uh, interfere. Um, the different things that can happen, whether it's the weather or you're playing somebody that's really good and you don't think you're going to win and all those things that play in those mind games. Um, it's got a chapter after, in fact, I thought it was done and, uh, someone, I think it was Eric or somebody, uh, no, actually Peter in Sweden said, well, you need a chapter on Cuba around the world. You know, it's not just the United States. So I started researching how they play it in other countries. And then I wanted to have personal stories. You know, if Cuba unites people and creates peace on earth, then I want to have some personal stories in there about what it's done for people. And so, you know, I, I put that out there and all of a sudden I started getting these uh, messages and Facebook posts, you know, to me saying that, you know, uh, these personal stories. I just The last one I got right now was from Iceland. The lady that went there and she started the whole thing said, you know, I, I started this thing. I came back from Sweden and it's everywhere now. And I was probably the first one to do it. And so I, I've got her story. I've got three or four some of the top world teams from around the world have given me their personal story. So that's one full chapter, and I'm so excited about that. That finishes out the book. And I even have, um, I, got a, I got a quote from Jesse and a quote from, um, oh, uh, I can't think of his name, Goplin, um, that he did on a, uh, an interview that I've got to end the book that just really ties everything together. So anyway, that's that's the book. Um, I'm sure in a, a couple of years I'll have another, you know, 100 pages of uh, new stuff that, and I'll have a second edition. But for now... Enough's enough. I've got to finish it up and uh, do all the edits uh, and, and get it out there. So I'm excited. If anybody has any questions about it, um, I'd be happy to answer. Uh, that's cool. I, what's your background? I've heard you've written other books in the past. How did you get into book writing in general? Well, it's of course, it started when I was young. You know, I, I, wasn't a, I wasn't a writer, but I always aspired to be a writer. You know, I was a huge Stephen King fan. Met him a few times and you know, I've had books signed by him. He lived, you know, pretty much next door to me. And uh, so I was I was fascinated with being an author. So as I became an adult and a social worker, I did way too much writing as, with my job. and I didn't want to have to do any more writing after that. But but one day a friend of mine said, you know, something if you know, getting a publisher is a, is, is, is hard. So why don't you just do it yourself and self and just self publish it and see what you have, what happens. So so I've written some a lot of short stories and put them in collections and books. And I've learned the editing process and the, the self publishing uh, process. You know, I know Garrick Van Buren's done the same thing with his with his book. And I've gotten to the point where, I, you know, I've been doing this 10 years and I probably got, you know, eight or nine novels and, and uh, a few books on, uh, with short stories of uh, camping and scary stories in Michigan and just a lot of different things. Uh, a nonfiction book of my trip to Washington with the Boy Scouts, uh, 100 year anniversary, I put into a memoir. So, so I've, I, you know, this this Kube book, Mastering Kube, is really uh, the bookend to a lot of, uh, of 10 years of just experimenting with book writing. So I think it's I think it's a real it look it look real professional, not like a lot of self publishing books that are out there that aren't you know I've I've spent like I said almost two full years of daily you know uh, reviewing and I've read it probably fifty times you know going through it so so anyway that's yeah so that's that's kind of my 
you know, it's a hobby. I'm not a full-time writer. It's just a passion that I've got along with Coob. That's amazing. That's uh, you, you're such such have such passion for the game, and which it's, it's exciting to to hear that in your voice, Phil. It's it's just it's it's awesome. Well, I've gotten good feedback from some people who've read it so far. It's a uh, you know my friend Mark. And I know Matt's starting to read it too, and um, and uh, I I just hope that it covers everything. Like the hundred percent rule, I just put in there a week or two ago. I just put a little a paragraph on that. And I I think it's gonna you're gonna find anybody that reads it, it's gonna find that there's very little that's not in there about Kube. I mean, I think every anything that that anyone's ever thought about, and I'm sure I'm missing. Uh, you know, but I think I've got ninety, ninety-five percent of what's out there in terms of uh, strategy and and uh, techniques and all that in there somewhere. So, the next speaker is Phil's cousin from Great Lakes Cube, Matt Doan. I can attest. I'm reading the book myself, and there is almost nothing that Phil leaves out. It's mind blowing. I, you know, I got through half the book in two days, and it's like I'm going to have to read it again because there's just so much I can't even. I can't even take it all in. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the one thing I want to add too. It's not only reading it, but those. You know, there's no way this book could have been complete complete without pictures and diagrams and arrows because I'm a visual learner and anybody reading it, especially someone new, they could say, I have no idea what he's talking about. So I've got tons of pictures uh, explaining what I'm trying to say. You know, like when I say blast from, you know, from loser's corner, this is the direction I'm talking about. You know, and when I say slaying the dragon, this is what I mean. And this is the arrow and, how you how you'd be throwing it if you were doing that and um just you know the pictures you know they're not you know professional top top of the line pictures but i think they're satisfactory uh, enough that people understand what i'm talking about by looking at the uh, the way the picture is so there's a lot of that i think really has advanced uh, the an understanding of what's going on when when i'm talking about to be able to see that in the picture the next speaker is mark oman from chaska Kube. Phil, I love the book. I really enjoyed what you, you had to say. And uh, I don't have a complete copy because I know you added chapters since I got a copy. Uh, I just loved all the the neat details and ideas and, and what Peter Bergdahl said from overseas and really said it was a coup Bible. I thought that was the best thing uh, to describe this thing because uh, I just loved it start to finish. When you're a, uh, a new player, you can come in and pick up some of these terms that some of the rest of us take for granted. And there's a lot of terms in there, even as someone who's played for a little while. Uh, I even said, you know, hey, I didn't had never heard of that before, and uh, so I appreciate all the stuff and the input from all the other guys that uh, contributed to this too. That that means a lot to me, just to to have their input and for you to put it all down into words uh, was fantastic, Phil. Loved it. My biggest fear is that I'm not going to give somebody credit where it's due. You know, uh, it gets to the point where I, you know, everything I read on the internet, you know, someone had to put that on there, and so it was either. I have to do it way, you know, way overkill in terms of identifying every single person that might have said something or invented something or some phrase or slang. And so I, you know, I should put a disclaimer at the beginning that I apologize if I don't give, you know, someone's name somewhere that uh, for coming up with something. So that's my biggest fear. The next speaker is Chris Hodges from Des Moines Cube and director of Cube United. I don't think you have to worry about that because so much of this has just grown organically in the community. I, I say it's very difficult for any one person to take credit for just about anything in this game. Yeah, that's encouraging, Chris. Is that you know I that's and like I said, I worry about it, but I, I I think I've got enough names in there that it's it's I, I I do it justice in terms of making sure that you know somebody you know like Garrick's uh, uh, in uh, in casting um, Taveling game. You know, I made sure I put his game because that if I put that in there, I you know someone came up with that. You know, same with with uh, Dobby's, you know, Driller's Bane, and and uh, I don't know if that maybe that was yours, Chris, but I put, you know, I thought 
Dobby wrote that article, but that the Driller's Bane and the Kuba Docs, you know, those are two that I had to give credit to somebody. And there's many other ones out there as well. Yeah, I had an opportunity to look at it. Uh, Evan had a copy when, uh, down in Beloit or down there a few weekends ago doing our shoot. And uh, I had a chance to page through it real quick, and it, it definitely looked very intriguing and interesting. As a matter of fact, I started reading through some paragraphs, and I got you know chased away because I get back to the pitch. But uh, I'm looking forward to getting my hands on one. First time, he, Phil, will be available, will be at Nationals? Is that what you're thinking that you're shooting for? Or? Yeah, you know, here's the thing, you know, um, I could have had this book out last fall, but I, I wouldn't have been happy. I had to shoot for a date that I knew that I could keep working it and working it. And so it just seemed like June, July would be the, the only time that I, that I would be satisfied with getting it done and getting it done right. And so I thought there's no, no better way to release it than at the Nationals. And I'm going to be there and it'll help Eric, you know, I mean, we're going to be, he's going to, he's going to have his, uh, staff kind of watching and selling um you know uh, while i can so i can play and i'm hoping really that maybe in years to come i can actually come a few days early and go to a bookstore locally you know whether it's you know the coop open or uh, or the nationals or some other event and actually line up uh you know some sales at a bookstore if especially eau claire i mean uh, uh something like that i mean that's just uh, and in fact if i i want to go to the world event in a couple years and maybe i'll take some books there with me and uh, i mean that that's my hope is just having that you know, I'll have copies with me, but July 9th, uh, it'll be available, and then I'll have uh, cards that'll explain how to get get um, to buy one online. Can I get my first copy signed by you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I yeah, I plan to do a lot of signed copies, uh, you know, at National. So if you want one there, I'm, gonna, I'm only going to have 45 or 50 copies total at the main tent. And so if you grab one there, I can sign it. Otherwise, I might have to mail you a copy. Hopefully, we can get you to the open, and you can bring as many copies and sell them as you want. Sounds good. I'll plan on it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Coop Talk brought to you by Coop United. If you like what you heard, please share with your friends. You can follow us at Coop United on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or check out our homepage at coopunited.com. We hope to have you join us in live broadcasts in the future. Let us know if there's any topics that you would like to hear. Come with me, I know what to do. Come